0: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The Five Star Zone with Rico Beard.
1: Welcome to another edition of The Five Star Zone. Rico Beard, Evan Jenkins on the other side. And and Evan, we've had a busy week. Earlier this week, we had Darian Harris, and, and he told us about the Michigan State Evergreen uh, program which hey every college has got to get ready for this NIL thing and 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 he was very insightful in and in telling us that I don't think it's gonna be how most people think it's gonna be where the schools are just gonna supply you with all of this money. They're basically teaching you a class on how not to get screwed and how to maximize your dollar, how to maximize your profit. People are gonna have to just get used to the fact it's it's not communism, it's capitalism. I say that meaning Some people are going to make a lot of money. Some people are not. It may not make sense. If you're an offensive lineman, you may not be as marketable as the quarterback. Let's face it, everybody loves the quarterback. The quarterback always gets the cheerleader, okay? That's been going on since the beginning of football happening. So when certain people in the locker room make more than others, we're like, well, how is that going to work? That's life, okay? At your job, somebody makes more money than you. Somebody has more responsibility than you.
2: Wait, wait. Somebody here makes more money than me? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Whoa.
1: And you still show up to work every day and you do what you got to do. It's a fight sometimes, but yeah. It's what you negotiate. and, And that's what people have to realize. It's not a stipend that they're giving out to everybody. Some people are going to make more money than others. Some schools can pay out more money than others. Okay? If you want to go on the high and mighty, well, this school is cheating, guess what? You've already lost because you're worried about another school rather than worrying, how can we step our game up? How can we get better? If you're pointing to the SEC in Alabama and Georgia, newsflash, they're already better than you. Oh, yeah. So you better up your game and get ready. That's why I was happy to see the Michigan State's like, look, We're going to start this now, even if technically we can't implement this until next year, uh, December. At the end of the year, in December 2022, they're ready right now. They're not going to get caught flat-footed. Well, I was
2: going to ask a question about that because I have started seeing athletes post, you know, come July 1, which is tomorrow— that they can start taking endorsement dealerships. I've seen a couple players from Michigan State, like, hey, reach out in my DMs, whatever it might be, I can help you out. But I also think it was interesting what you said, that these schools are going to teach these kids how to spend their money,
1: how to make money. So, yeah, college should be doing that already. Yeah, but newsflash, that's what college does. Yeah. Every college course – is really on how to help you make money in the future. Yes. Like, and how to handle yourself. Yeah, your major,
2: an adult. Yeah. Like,
1: all of these things. Yeah, but yeah, your major was how to work the industry to get to wherever you are. And marketing yourself is nothing new here. Right. But <laughs> like, the people act like, oh, it's the end of college football's existence. Actually, it's.
2: It's not. I think it's just the start of college football.
1: It, it, you know what it reminds you me? You might almost see kids stay longer now because right? of this. Evan, it re, it reminds me of how you know how the weed stores, marijuana stores, are legal now. Oh
2: yeah, I mean you Do can society, go anywhere now
1: in Michigan and find one. Right. Does society end because I remember. Oh my God, if you make marijuana legal, oh the world's going to end. What about the children? Yeah, you know what? It's legal. I don't hear anything bad happening. People are just able to walk in there and say, hey, give me this, Kush, give me this, give me mm-hmm. that. Life goes on.
2: And be safer, and the state can make money on top of it. And right. also, you know, the
1: world didn't end when there was booze, kids were buying those. Right. It's like, but it's everybody's afraid of new, everybody's afraid of change. something different and change. Yeah. A great way to put it. So, no— it won't end. People, oh, this means the schools will be able to cheat better. Maybe you need to recruit better. Maybe you need to step your game up. Well, and guess what,
2: okay? If you think that a college kid hasn't been working at a car dealership in the summer or right. something to make a few extra bucks, guess what? Now they're actually going to be able to make a few extra right. bucks going Every, to that car okay, dealership.
1: Newsflash. This is the dirty little secret of college sports. Every school is a little dirty. Okay. One way or another, they're bending the rules. Every every school pushes the boundaries. Yeah. Every school operates in the gray area. But that's life, isn't right. it? Right, but uh, everybody thinks, oh, not my school. Yes, your school too. Yeah. Everybody, there's dirt. And the smart ones know how to cover their tracks. But trust me when I say every university in this state operates in the gray area. You just turned a blind eye to it because you're a super fan. So don't point to the SEC and say, "Oh, they're a bunch of cheats and crooks." Yeah, that that clean your mirror off. That's all I got to say.
2: And, and you know what? It might be, but so what? I mean, as long as they're you
1: know what the SEC playing those sixty minutes in between the yeah, lines, the SEC is not sitting around pointing fingers. They're saying, "Screw it, let's just be the best at it." Yeah. whereas schools I'm sorry but schools in the north and the big ten well you're too busy pointing fingers at these other schools when maybe you should just like I say up your game
2: and just worry about yourself right it, I mean how often are teams from here playing teams in the SEC right.
1: how often yeah few and far between right and when they and when you do you normally get your ass kicked right so so I mean worry about it when you get to the playoff hey it's the one thing I, I like about Mel Tucker he says screw it I'm going down to Georgia. Going down to Florida, I'm going to these warm weather places and, and gathering up those players. I don't know if I can necessarily win with the players from the north. And and so be it. But
2: I've always wondered that, like a good example to me is the NCAA football game, right? You always had these pipelines to certain states. And I'm like, why am I staying in one state here? Like, there's players in California, Florida, Iowa, Wyoming, like everywhere. Expand your horizons. And that's what I feel like he's doing where he's like, I don't care if you're from Ohio and Michigan. I understand you have to win those recruiting wars. right? But what is that, three, four, five kids a year that really make an impact?
1: Right. I mean, and speaking of which, I guess – Michigan wasn't going the way that he wanted, so it looks like they hired Thomas Wiltshire. Cass Tech head coach, he had been there for some 20-plus years, he won three state titles. It's it's not official yet. right? So I'm reading out, like, he can't recruit Cass Tech now? Because if if he is hired in a role that is not an on-the-field coach... Sure, which is an analyst. they, they, They put in a rule... It was kind of like when you saw like Michigan hiring Devin Bush or uh, when they hired uh, Chris Partridge. Okay. And they, they initially they brought him in as an analyst, but then he became a position coach. They're saying you can't create a package deal. You can't hire a high school coach in order to get his players and just give him some bullcrap job. So, what's, but I guess, what's the difference between putting them in a coaching role okay, that's on the field? Because that- it's saying. If you truly believe in this coach, make him a real coach. Yeah, but the NCAA knows as well as anybody that those coaches that are
2: on the field, that's not your whole entire program.
1: No, no, it's not. But the coaches who are on the field are the actual guys who could go on recruiting trips. They're in people's houses. They're one of your main staff members, okay? Think about it. If you're the president, they're your cabinet members. Sure, okay. So it's not preventing Michigan State from going into
2: Cass Tech and recruiting.
1: No, it is. Michigan State, because because he's off the field. Anybody that's on Cast Tech team, like let's say they had got the top player from Cast Tech, they had got the King Twins, Kobe, yeah. Kobe and Kaelin King, they would be ineligible this year. It's a stupid NCAA rule. Well, yeah, because what if a kid genuinely wants to go to that school and now yes. you're you're going to penalize them? Yes, because the NCAA and and their grand wisdom just made it a blanket. Across the board, you can't do it. You're right. If both kids' parents graduated from Michigan State, let's say the kid's dad is up in the ring of honor at MSU, but he came from Cass, he would be ineligible. Yeah, it, like On paper, I get what they're doing.
2: Yeah, Because you don't want Dwan Wagner's dad all of a sudden joining a team and now you got the number one player Correct. in the nation.
1: I understand that. Right. But it's going to happen regardless, right? It, I think it should be on a case-by-case. Case. Whereas, here's the thing. Yeah, if all of a sudden you're like, you know what, we need the top kid out of Wyoming. Let's go hire his coach and bring him in. You you had no relationship with this coach. Wilcher's been around for 20-plus years. He's been up to MSU, and finally they said, hey, you want to come in and coach? Now, it's why Ronald Bellamy... Can go to Michigan and still recruit. Because he's an on-field coach. If you truly believe in this coach, you make him a real coach. If you make him an analyst, an analyst is kind of the bullcrap way of circumventing the rules. So the NCAA, in their infinite wisdom, decided, well, we're just going to shut it all down.
2: Well, and 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 it's John
1: Tafford. It's shut it down. (laughs) Yeah, it's such
2: flawed (laughs) thinking too. Because you are now preventing high school coaches yes. from getting college jobs. Right. It's not very often that you see a college or a high school coach go right into major D1 football and be an on-field coach. Right. Unless you had, like, Ron Bellamy played at Michigan. So it fits. It works. I understand it. I have no problem with it. But why would you want to go to a school where you're limiting yourself because you're a quote-unquote analyst, where I feel—
1: those people are just as important See, as a cornerback coach. It is, but they're saying, okay, fine, he can be an analyst, but you can't have an unfair advantage and have all of his former players. So they can't even get, once again, Caitlin and Kobe King, which were two defensive players I really wanted Michigan State to get. They ended up going to Penn State. Okay, Let's say they hit the transfer portal. MSU still can't touch them for two years. It's two whole years. Two years. Now, here's the difference. I got a feeling... He probably took the job saying, "Okay, I'm a coach in waiting." Meaning, if somebody takes another job someplace, I get the next job. So if he all of a sudden becomes an on the field coach, this goes out the window. So let's so that could be made at any moment. Let's right. Let's just say, and that's even more hypothetical. Hypothetically speaking. NFL job opens up, and somebody from this staff decides to become an NFL analyst because they really want to be in the in the show. Right. That job opens up, and now he becomes the tight ends coach mm-hmm. at NMSU. and he's like, and you're like, well, he doesn't know tight ends. Hey, newsflash, you know who was probably the most overrated tight ends coach of all time? It was Bobby Williams.
2: <laughs> okay, I didn't even know he was a tight end yeah, coach.
1: Yeah, he just had to be that. Okay? Yeah, you just—it's—it's—it's—that's t- uh, it's, it's, that gray area it's, that you talk Vic, about. It's though. Vic Murrow, the supposed bag man from Kentucky. He's the tight ends coach. How many great Kentucky tight ends have hit the NFL? None, but you got to give him a job so he can go out on the road. Same thing. You can say, okay, you're not the tight ends coach, and this all goes away, and you can go and recruit uh, Deion Walker, who's the big kid out of Cass Tech this year. But if not, then they they gotta wait until what the twenty twenty three class in order to go after anybody from Cass.
2: They're just worried about all the wrong things. Okay,
1: I know. But here's the: the if you're a Michigan State fan, here's the real deal. No one cares because it's not like Cass is just oozing out it with with talent. No, but like let's say years. that
2: that kid that you just mentioned wants to go to state, then it seems like. Wiltshire will become some kind of coach, right? right? That's the the workaround, which I say is super flawed because every school is going to do that if that's the case, right? Right. Right,
1: so you're only allowed <laughs> X amount of coaches to actually hit the road. Man, they just can't get out of their own way. The NCAA, can they? I think the NCAA is on its final days. I, th- I think this in this uh, name, image, and likeness is the final death blow to the NCAA because they they are losing all the power that they refuse to share. Oh, they have no. They power made anymore. antiquated rules in order to keep everybody down, but a guy like Mark Emmerich gets paid, makes a ton of money. You know, make sure his brother makes a ton of money. And the the irony is, all the corruption going on at LSU. You know who's the athletic director of LSU?
2: No, but I know Will Wade still has the job.
1: It's Mark Emmick's brother.
2: Oh, really? Yeah. That's not a great look. Yeah. Well, it's kind of like, who was the commissioner of the Big Ten? Kevin Warren? Yeah. That he didn't want the Big Ten to play, but his son's playing down south? Yeah.
1: And it's like, what? Well, yeah, his son's on MSU's team now. That's right. Yeah. So... Oh, it's, it's so wild to me because I
2: just can't wait until the NCAA tournament happens and they have all these Powerade cups up there, but Amani Bates or whoever comes in sponsored by Gatorade and sets their Gatorade glass down. Can't do
1: that. Can't do that. Darian actually talked about that on the previous show. Okay. And it may have been him. If not, I talked to the MSU, the assistant athletic director. No. Anything, it's funny you mention it, anything that happens – Within the game, is bound by whatever the team. So for it, for instance, Evan, you sign a you play. You're the point guard for MSU. Mm-hmm. You sign a sweet deal with Adidas. They even give you your own shoe line. During the games, you got to wear the Nikes, or you can probably
2: wear them, but you cannot show a logo.
1: No, no, no. You now when you're in practice and when you're do, doing your commercials, Photo shoots and you're stuff, fine. yeah. You can't during the game. It has you to be the school sponsor. It's the school thing. So you can't come out there in your own Adidas jersey. Right. You okay. can't come out there in your own thing. Well,
2: I guess that's no different than the NBA. You know what I mean? Right. Where now the NBA are, allows
1: you to wear your shoes. Sure,
2: but you have to wear that Nike jersey. Right. Like MLB is a prime example. You can't even wear an undershirt that's not Nike. Correct. So, so okay, that makes a lot of sense. So I understand that, yeah, and I don't have a problem with that. So yeah,
1: if you if you got Gatorade and you know, and Body Armor is the official drink, eh, you could have them put Gatorade in a Body Armor cup, right? Okay, but you got to represent Body Armor.
2: God, I can't wait for this. It's going to be the Wild West
1: at first. It, it, see, it really isn't because, <laughs> well, what, you, what you're going to find out is what everybody knew probably 3% of all the college athletes are really going to take advantage of this. The other 97, all right, well, you have a camp or you do an autograph signing session. You know, it's like Jalen Watts Jackson could have capitalized on that play.
2: Big time. I mean, I paid for an autograph, but it wasn't until he was out of school.
1: At that point, he could come up and say, You know what? If you want me there, I can be there. I can show up to your kid's party. I can do whatever. It's you got to go out or your parents are going to go out and find you your deal. So your deal, you may make a hundred bucks doing this or a couple hundred bucks doing that. You're not going to get rich, but it allows you to capitalize on your name, image, or likeness. The top 3% are going to get rocket mortgage. The top 3%... I mean, that's why I'm like, man, it was funny because it was a match made in heaven had he stayed. Like, if Rocket Watts had become the player we thought. Oh, with Rocket Mortgage. With Rocket Mortgage. I mean, are you serious? I mean, he could have been doing a, a commercial with Gilbert. Like, you know, I'm the real Rocket. No, I'm the real Rocket. Yeah, it's
2: or right br- or Bryson or whatever it might be. You know, right. DeShambeau who's their big sponsor now. Right. But it's going to be so much fun because I, I just want to see, like, okay, a kid like Jordan Poole, right? He'll never make more money off an autograph signing than he could have after that shot against Correct. Houston. Never. I Correct. mean, for the rest of his life. Right then and there, it was hot, right. right? But think about like this, for example. At my wedding, Sparty came. So we could pay Sparty to go there, but I couldn't pay Cassius Winston to show up and wave hands. You right. know what
1: I mean? It, right. But, see, but see, now I can't. Now you could can. Can. Can, you can, you can, you can reach his, his father and say, hey, Reg – and hey. it can only be the family because I'm wondering how no, I can no, become. No, you could probably. I mean, there there's probably going to be uh, NCAA-approved agents and and things like that, just like they have it for for the um for the combine. Dude, that might be my calling, huh? Well, you could you got it? Well, you better hop in and learn something right now because if not, I mean, if you're a trusted family member, like if you're next door neighbor. Really trust you and says Evan, we know nothing about this, so we're gonna funnel everything through you. Please don't take advantage of my kid, right? And yeah, you 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 become, in essence, the middleman for player X to to broker deals, right? Like
2: think about like Johnny Manziel, how much he could have made mm-hmm. in Heisman Trophy autograph signings yep. that year?
1: Yeah, he fifty so grand the, a pop. I bet. think about it. Now the school doesn't have to hype you up for the Heisman; you can hype yourself up for the Heisman. You could take out the billboard in yeah. Times Square. You could, you know, buy up every billboard all throughout the Midwest saying, "Hey, vote for me." type of thing.
2: So nobody within the school that you go to can help you. Correct? No. Is the way that I understand
1: it. They they
2: can't broker deals for you. But could they say
1: Hey, I know Quick Lube's looking for Well, you know what but Evan, yeah, they probably could because that's regular life. Right. I know you're looking for, for a, a job. job. Hey, Soonsos hiring. Get my yeah. buddy a call. You guys should You guys should definitely talk. Or you know, you look at Rocket Mortgage. You look at uh, uh, okay. whatever whatever company is called.
2: UW United Wholesale Mortgage. Yeah,
1: United Wholesale Mortgage. You you look at Platinum Equity. Oh, with, yeah. With gores. You look at all these rich alums, hey, Magic Johnson and all his movie theaters. Or look at Fathead. Fathead right. in a heartbeat would sponsor these kids. Right. Or just imagine when everybody goes back to the movies and you look up and there's some Magic hired you to come and yeah, be for, the guy to say, hey, turn your phone off.
2: Oh yeah. Or like you go to a uh um is it Imagine that does the clapping yeah. or MJR, I think right. <laughs> something like that. But you're exactly right. Or you're a Taco Bell commercial. Yep. You know what I mean? Like Taco Fall. Tell me that he couldn't have made a ton off of that, right? Or like I said, it's, but it's certain
1: kids. Certain kids. Trevor Lawrence probably could have got a shampoo commercial. Everybody knew him. For oh, his he could hair.
2: have been Head and Shoulders, no doubt. With head and Shoulders, and- or,
1: or whoever could have stepped in there and said, "Hey, we like you. Could you could you do this?" And he could have did it. I think what you're going to see, like uh, a lot of the money is still going to go to Olympic athletes.
2: Absolutely.
1: So, Because it used to be if you took money, you gave up your amateurism. Now you can go and win a gold medal in the Olympics. You could be that gymnastics person. You can go out in the box of Wheaties and you can get the money from the See, box that's of Wheaties awesome. and still go back to school.
2: And that's not going to prevent them from performing in the Olympics? Nope. Well, that is awesome. Because think about, like, I don't know if you remember this. No,
1: no, because the Olympics model was what I've often said that the NCAA should do. The U.S. doesn't pay their athletes. Not but at They all. sit there and say, if you can make money off endorsements off Subway, God bless you.
2: Right. Okay. So, like, think about like Jeremy Bloom back in the day, yeah. who was a dynamic kick returner for Colorado, but also was an Olympic skier. Right. And he, he couldn't get sponsorships because right. he was an NCAA athlete. So he couldn't go to the Olympics without those sponsorships right. to pay for the skis, for the travel, for right. the gear, for everything
1: in between. That's over. That's great then. You know what? And you will see Olympic athletes Olympic now athletes, go to college. Olympic athletes can uh, capitalize on this. Like, as I, don't I think stated.
2: Simone Biles is a, a NCAA, you know, gymnastics.
1: No, I think she just said, "Screw it, I'm just doing this for my life." Yeah, and and but now people like but that, that right, could go to can. school. You can make money and you can go to school, and you still considered, you know, an amateur. Yep. It, it's it's basically. The pie is getting divvied up amongst all the people. Good, and it ain't just the same two or three people eating all the pie, getting rich, and then saying, "Well, we got we nothing. We're broke." Okay, you're you're not broke. You know, you, you're you're making thirty million dollars a year, Mark Emrick. You know, you, you you're okay. Okay. <laughs> You put cheese on your Whopper, you can share some of the wealth. Well, and like,
2: okay, so I see all these reports. Well, so-and-so school lost this much money this year. Well, they made all of that 10 times more. If they didn't prepare for something bad to happen somewhere down the road, that's their own fault. Right. I'm not worried that they lost $50 million. How much
1: did you make the year before? Yeah, that's the equivalent of, uh, you know, you lost 20% on your paycheck this week. You had other paychecks. Yes. If this one check sets you back and you're broke – then go reassess what right, you do, yeah, right? You need to make some life choices. You may need to call that gambling addiction hotline yeah, number.
2: And I just, I didn't feel bad for it because I'm like,
1: y'all have 70,000 seat stadiums. Yeah. And the cheapest ticket is what? $70? All the little schools will make up money. It's, it's why Central Michigan's going to LSU. Yeah. they'll get that well, buy you get game. 1.5 or 2 right. million just for showing up. Right. So when you really. You depended on that money to build up your coffers. And then when it didn't happen, yeah, you went broke. But if you were smart, you had a rainy day fund.
2: I mean, that's just business. And and let's be
1: real, it wasn't a ton of business operation going on. Like everybody had to tighten their belt. So you weren't opening up the stadium. So you weren't paying out money to sell electricity. It it trickled down to everybody. Everybody took a hit. Yes. Is what I'm trying to say. 100%. So it's. Even the coaches took pay cuts. Like, Yes. You know, I, I, I can't really justify paying you $5 million this year because you're not doing anything. Like, all right, I get it, you know. But you know what? I made seven last year, right. my so house is I'll be paid, all right. Yeah, my house is paid for Yeah, pay for, for Yeah, Yeah, I, once again, I got some money in the bank. We can suck it up this year. Man, this is a very exciting time
2: for college sports. It is. More so, so than ever before, I think. It is. And I think
1: everybody's afraid of, oh, it's going to ruin it. No, it's it's going to make it better. It's like the playoffs. I I don't want it to change. It's going to be okay. You'll adapt. Like, at
2: first, I I was that guy. And then you talked me through it, and you're like, it's going to be better. And I'm like, all right. It's because you know what?
1: I'm going to watch. I mean, it's 30 games or four. Dude, it's rare that a rule change ever, somebody says, you know what, this is just a bad thing. Like, rarely do you get the whole glow puck in the NHL.
2: Or, like, when they went to a shootout and people were like, that's not hockey. Right. Well, you want to play eight-hour games, dude. You really want to go to the fourth overtime in game 23 of the season.
1: But you look at Major League Baseball. You know what? Doubleheaders are now seven innings. And And you know what? In extra innings, we're going to start with a man on second. We're going to speed this up. I'm gonna put some strategy in it. Yeah. I love it. So do I. And I hated it at first,
2: but Because what makes everybody's
1: me, afraid of change.
2: Yes. But once you see it and you're like, what you said is exactly right. The strategy now gets played into a game. How good is your good when you have a man on second? Yep. You know, that's what Tiger Woods always said. He said, everybody's, you know, on the PGA tour, their good is good, but how good is your bad? He's like, fortunately. My bad has been pretty good, right?
1: but that's where it is with any sport. How good is your bad? I mean, you saw what the Tigers did. Let's get a man to third, and let's do a suicide squeeze. And, boom. And we beat the Astros. Yeah, Man on second. Boom, boom, boom. Score. Game Pissed over.
2: off the Astros, I'm sure, right? because it's kind of like a Bush League play. Some people think a suicide squeeze, but it's that's part sad. of the game. you got to hit the ball, and the guy's got to go from third to home. Here's the thing. It's not.
1: You're, you're pushing all your chips in. Oh, because, it's more of a risk on the offense right. than it is
2: the defense. Because if
1: you go to bunt and you miss it and the catcher catches it, man, it's dead at the plate. Yeah. That's why it's called suicide squeeze. Yeah. There's, I love it.
2: There's nothing you can do. It's so good. You're so right. I, I 100% are, am on board. Yeah with everything going on with college sports right now. So
1: it'll be fine, people, for those who are upset. It's going to ruin it. And this is going to make the the schools in the South even bigger cheaters? No, it's not. If anything, it's going to level the playing field. It's what it's trying to do. But once again... If your school is sitting around pointing fingers at other schools, you've already lost. You're not ready. Well,
2: every major university in this country has famous alum or has people that are CEOs or execs or own a car dealership or a McDonald's or whatever it might be. Right. Okay. Every
1: school in the nation has well, then, that. Now they're going to get the top recruits. Newsflash, they were already getting and the And also top here's recruits. another thing. Most colleges
2: are in small towns. And what mm-hmm. do small towns have? Small-town shops, small-town dealerships, right. small-town restaurants. Right. All of those people, they still advertise. And you know what? So you see Thomas Kithier on your TV hawking a blimpy burger or whatever it might be.
1: You know what I mean? Right. Or I think it was uh, Derek Henry put it best because they were asking him about it. And, and like some guy had a uh, a photo of Henry scoring a touchdown in a championship game. And he was like, well, how much was that? And the guy was like, I paid 1000 bucks for it. He was like, yeah, I got nothing for that. That's, that's a picture of me. As he was getting re-interviewed, he was like, you have a picture of me that you paid $1,000 for. I got nothing. Right. So that means that he signed for free. Jalen Watts Jackson, not necessarily a rich man, but Jalen Watts Jackson probably could have made forty to $50,000 off of that one play.
2: I would say easily easily think about how much well kenny goins was a senior but if that would have happened like or even
1: cassius no, you know what kenny I mean? goins is shot yeah he gets a photo of that shot he's in there yeah right right away L- think about lj scott reaching over the oh, goal my, line as a against, freshman as against iowa and the in big 10 championship game yeah lj probably off of just signing autographs from that alone and making appearances at places he probably like it's Everybody thinks, oh, they're just gonna be making millions and millions. They're not making. No, they're you gonna will make pro- thousands. maybe. you will. Pro- you'll probably get less than one percent of athletes making a million bucks. And the ones making a million bucks, you're gonna be shocked to see it's a woman's basketball player, or oh, it's a, yeah. or it's a woman's softball player, or, or a, a Michael Phelps type right. swimmer. Most of your top paid athletes will be female. Oh, cool. They won't be male. They won't be the Alabama quarterback because you can't see them. They have on a helmet. Think about this. Mm-hmm. I want recognition, so I want people who you can see their face. So yeah, it may be the starting point guard at UConn, the women's team. Right. Oh, <laughs> no doubt. Right. And then, or think about like like college baseball. Not very
2: high profile, except for the end of June when it's the College World Series. You don't see many games. Right. So, like, Kumar Rocker, who's been talked about since he was a freshman, but these kids that go from high school that opt to not sign have to now be in college baseball for three years Mm -hmm. before they can go pro. Think about how much that's limiting those kids from their earning potential. Mm -hmm. Somebody like Kumar Rocker. Or think about, like, Steven Strasburg when he was pitching in college. Biggest name, but couldn't make a penny on it. So now you can. And especially with baseball players, we know as good as anybody, those players don't last long. Or they may never make it, so let them profit.
1: Well, I mean, but it also comes to the social media, which is why I say it's probably going to be the UConn point guard because she's already carrying over a hundred thousand people following her.
2: Oh yeah, there was a girl for Villanova that played ba- uh, basketball, and she had a hundred thousand right. followers. I
1: remember it was uh, a couple sets of twins. They would go out there. Yes. It, it was the uh, the softball player from Oregon. She would do trick shots in the batting cage. Oh, on TikTok and everything. Yeah, but and listen, of- she gets tons of viewers. She's cute, so now she's got people just following her just for her looks. Yep, not saying it to be sexist. It's just true. Oh, well, it's the world we live in. And yeah, she's sitting there with half a million followers. Guess what? yeah we 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 want to put you on there as I go back to it's like back when Aaron Kraft was at Ohio State and he used to do those uh was it, taco Tuesdays with his roommates. yeah, he would have cashed in on that
2: well, yeah, and that's the thing if you're smart enough and a lot of these kids are they have social media already, but think about how much these influencers make just off of that, yeah, you know like um 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 who's my man number thirty for Michigan State basketball big tall guy Bingham yeah. He has a good following on Instagram. I'm sure he can get paid by iPhone or
1: the next up-and-coming. Right, uh, where he's walking around with his teammates and saying, hey, what's going on behind the scenes? And yeah. Look at this and ha-ha-ha. Nah. It's a prime
2: example. He's got a good sense of humor, always joking around. And, and like, you know— they used to have when Cassius was there, like show off your sneakers. Mm-hmm. Tell me they can't make a few bucks off of that or get a sponsorship with StockX. That's right downtown Detroit. I mean, I can't. This is gonna be fun. It's gonna be fun for me for somebody that's a collector. And like you brought up LJ Scott, I don't remember ever seeing him do an autograph signing. No. Think
1: about how sad. No, that because is. his career fizzled. By the end, he was just out of football. He just stopped playing. Yeah, hundred quit. But Got that it. freshman year. He could have capitalized it. Even a sophomore year. Think of Baker Mayfield planting a flag at Ohio State. You know how many times that picture would have been signed yeah. by Oklahoma? Yeah. So they could have made money on that. So uh, Before we get to questions, uh, Big Ten ACC Challenge came out. The matchups came out in basketball. Michigan State did not get Duke, so you don't get Coach K in his final farewell at the Breslin Center. But you know what? So what? You so get, what? You're playing Louisville at the Breslin Center. Michigan gets to go to North Carolina to play, so Izzo thought he was going to get Villanova. No, he instead he, was he got his former Duke. player. Right, so he's <laughs> he's going to get Louisville and who's Rocket? No, Rocket's uh, an old. No, he went to Rocket, didn't he went go to, to Louisville? No, Rocket went to Mississippi State. Really? Mississippi State. He went to the other oh, MSU. Why was I thinking that? And as a matter of fact, I don't. He had hip surgery too. So really, yeah. So maybe something was wrong with him last season. Well, something was definitely wrong. I don't know what but it yeah. was, but... So, so, Jawan Howard has to take his team. They're going to North Carolina. Michigan State gets Louisville. And they get Butler. So instead of Duke and uh, Villanova, you get Butler at uh, Hinkle House, and you get Louisville at the Breslin Center. It's going to be the Big Ten ACC matchup. So that's... Uh, I think that's still going to be a good thing. And besides, if Coach K came, he would have become a. It would have been a sideshow. You got to give him his. It would have been gift. all about him and not about the you, game. You got to kiss the ring. He's going to do a tour where everybody has to kiss his mm-hmm. ring. Was Rocket rumored to go to Louisville? Why was I thinking that? He was rumored. Okay, to go to Louisville. Like, he was rumored what? to go to Louisville and Florida State. Florida State, I remember. And yeah. he ended up at uh, Mississippi State. So he's at Stark Vegas. Well, so. Good For him, so yeah, he's down there. He's so they playing won't him. play him, in they the they, ACC. they won't play him. They're gonna yeah. be playing Louisville, uh, rematch of the uh, with the regional championship game. And was it 2009, 2010? 2009, I don't know. How was at a Ruby Tuesdays, I'll never forget it. Yeah, it was 2009 because won that was uh, Rick Patino in the Mr. Rourke all white suit, yep. And, and Michigan State was a big underdog, weren't they, in that game? Yeah, Louisville was the number one overall seed, yeah. Yeah, they had just knocked off Kansas and they they kind of beat. The Kansas game was close. Like, Kalen hits that run. He gets bumped and fouled and he hits the shot and makes a three point play. That cemented the Kansas game. But Louisville, they they kind of beat Louisville handily. And God, then they how good of they came back and Kalen played. Lucas. They Man. played uh, here. It was here. And then they beat UConn. And upset. Oh,
2: and Darrell Summers had that thunder
1: yeah. dunk. And then they came up against, uh, you know, a pro team in North Carolina. I
2: hate going to Final Fours and those big football stadiums, and I had a lower bowl seat for that. But that is a memory I'll never forget how crazy that place went when Darrell Summers dunked that ball. Mm hmm. And then that Carolina game and Goran Suton made that three to start it off. I'm like, all right, they might have a chance. (laughs) All
1: right, stall. (laughs) Run the clock. Run the North Carolina four-corner drills out of North Carolina. That team was so good, though. Yeah. Well, they ended up with, I think, eight eight NBA players on that team. Like bench
2: players that you didn't even think. Like Ed Davis was like a fifth overall pick or something ridiculous. One
1: of their bench players was a lottery pick. Yeah. I forgot who it was, so. So, yeah, uh, that's Big Ten ACC Challenge. Um, Michigan State picks up a QB, Caden Hauser. He decommitted from uh, Boise State and then committed to Michigan State on Sunday. He's rising up the rankings. Apparently, he was the MVP of the West Coast Regional Elite 11. He's getting ready to do the Elite 11, I think, this weekend, and he's one of the favorites to come out with the top score. Like, they – they brought the stock at the right time with this kid. He came up on an official visit with his family. He's from California. Uh, I think he's like 6'3", six, 6'4", six, QB, and yeah, they, they they're they're very excited for what he's going to bring, and they're not only hoping that, but they're hoping now that he could kind of reel in some of the top West Coast receivers. kids, and- West Coast kids. But it's a, it's a top receiver that they're really trying to get that's committed to Texas. Okay, that came on an official visit, and they're hoping that now they can get him to decommit from Texas and join uh, join Katon. At Michigan State,
2: God, it seems like you know. You see all these photos coming out on social media now, but it seems like whatever they're doing on this recruiting trips that they have, they're coming away very successful.
1: Well, that and they're they're hitting you know the first well as Darian said, the first thing they do is they talk about you know your marketing and your brand, but they're just seeing opportunity there and you know. Like these photo shoots they're
2: doing, and then you got Mel dude, Tucker, who's as hip as they can.
1: Be. He jumps in the photo
2: with them, sunglasses on, like he's having a. And you know what? That's the person you want to know, identify yourself with, right? Yeah,
1: and and I, I'll still say this: Hauser's going to get all the brand. Like, oh, look at him! You know, he's probably going to end up being a, a consensus four star when the when they do the re-rankings a little bit later on. I I keep telling people, it's the guys that nobody's talking about. He's he's flipping this offensive line. Gone are the six-two left tackles. No, he's going like, like six, a six,
2: 300, like big no. boys, right? No,
1: no. no. You you want to hear his offensive line recruits just in this incoming class that's with Hauser? Would love it. Uh, you have the shortest guy. You want to take a guess how short he is?
2: <sighs> well, you said six-six was no good, so I'm going to no get no. You
1: said 6'3. Oh, uh,
2: so 6'5". Six, 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 five.
1: Five. Six, five. 300 pounds. And those are just,
0: okay,
2: if you've never stood next to a major college football offense lineman or an NFL offense, they're massive human beings at 18
1: years old. 6'5", 300 pounds. 6'5", 330 pounds. 6'7", 265. 6'7", 290. And looks like they're probably going to get another guy who's 6'7", 300 pounds. And what's crazy about the kid that you said is 6'7", 265, is he's probably athletic as can be. I bet right. you that kid plays basketball. Right. So you still got time to bulk him up. But, yeah, you're going for – It's basically it's what Wisconsin and Iowa have done for years. Heck, it's what Michigan used to do. Right. Yeah, we, you, In the yeah 90s, you're right.
2: I mean, look at our coworker, John Jansen. You're right. He's a big dude. Right. Right? But that's how they always wash, had him.
1: rinse, repeat. We 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 got your replacement. If you get hurt, let's hope you don't get yeah.
2: hurt. Here's our bookends. Yeah. They're gonna be 6'6, they're gonna be 300 pounds, and they're gonna be
1: athletic. Yeah. You know what I mean? And but it, that's his that's his new way of going. How big is Penny Sewell? Is he 6'6? Ah, that's a good question, Evan. The only know. reason
2: I ask is because. Just watching his film from Oregon, he's one of the more athletic offensive linemen I've ever seen. Just the way that he moves, and and if he pulls, like you don't want to be on the other end of that. Let's see. He is. But that's a. But he might he's not. six 6'6. Six. Okay. He's 6'6, six six, 331. So that's kind of the. Mo- right. I mean, he's 330.
1: Well, see, I would have never guessed he was 330 just looking at him on muscular, the screen. He's 330. Yep. And he's 6'6. But th- last year, the incoming freshman who's going to be playing this year, your offensive lineman. Six seven three oh five six five three hundred six five three hundred six five uh nope six six I'm sorry. No, no I'm sorry six
2: seven three hundred. <laughs> okay, so let me ask you this because you'll know better than I do. Does that hamper them from getting a quarterback that's maybe the height of
1: like Kyler Murray? Or... It does. Well, you got to throw. Yeah, the Drew Breezes. because I'm trying because to because when think you're like... that tall, now you got to go into throwing lanes. You got to open up a spot for me to see. So mm-hmm. yes, you want to get taller players. You want to get taller QBs. But like they got the six five uh, hamp Fay from Texas yep. last year. So yes, you want to go with taller guys who can at least see over the line. But yeah, you, if you stick your six seven guys on the bookends, you're okay. In the middle, you—that's where you put your six, four, six, five. The guys, guards, the, the guards in yeah. the center, in the middle. So, do the Allens have any more brothers? No, they're—they're they're done. Okay, this is the last one, Matt Allen, is the center. So, I, I think they're done. But, so no, Mel Tucker's building up the old line, and that's—that's that's the one thing that no one's—they're not sexy. It's not—they're not, not going to get big time endorsements unless they all do it as a group. Or for it's like, like my a, man that was doing the Daniel yes. Bryan chants. Or, yes, but when Michigan State was successful, it was because of their. Offensive right. line. So, if you're an old line, maybe a restaurant says, "How about all you guys come here? You eat." I'll Are there you- still buffets? Right. Like- it probably will be soon, but I'm saying that would be an endorsement for the old line, like. You know, we got an opportunity to eat.
2: We all go to this
1: Golden restaurant. Corral, right?
2: Whatever it might be, or or what's that famous burger place in East Lansing? Really good, Crunchies, Crunchies. I was right. gonna call it Munchies, but
1: Crunchies, Peanut Barrel. So yeah, we go to the Peanut Barrel. The, we go to Crunchies.
2: What's the sub shop that has those subs that are like two feet long? Oh,
1: Jersey Giant. Yeah, oh, my that's God. a prime that, example. That's, that's that's just pure gold. Yeah, right when
2: I am hungry at three thirty and six seven, I go to Jersey Giant right. and get a twenty four inch sub or whatever it
1: might be. Now, now you made me hungry. I know. I'm I'm kind of hungry, too. I should have got one Sunday when I was up there. All right. uh, Questions from listeners. It's not for me
2: this week. Instead, this is from Jake Hawkins, Hawkman8604. 8603 must have been taken. But he has a question, and it's a very hypothetical question. If nobody from MSU's football 2016 recruiting class had gotten in trouble or transferred out, do you think Mark D'Antonio would have taken MSU football to at least one more big ch- championship game in Indy.
1: Oh, yeah, I do. Because if if that that class was MSU taking the next step, that class was MSU going into true big boy Ohio State, Georgia, Alabama type recruiting. They were getting guys that turned down those schools. They were getting high four star and five star players. I mean, when I when I look at the defensive line, I mean, we just finished talking about the offensive line. I mean, he he had those the, – the two big boys, Josh King and uh, – Montez Sweat? No, Montez was, Sweat was gone. It was okay. Josh King and somebody else, but they both got kicked off the team. But they were six, seven defensive ends. Like, they were – Massive dudes. Big, oh, my God, and quick. Like, you know, if none of that happens, you start winning – now other players want to come and join you. That's how Clemson became Clemson. Absolutely. Clemson wasn't always just great. But you start winning and now people say, well, I want to go to Clemson too. Or your teammates that, that are, you know, underclassmen want to join you there because you're telling them how great it is plus you can win. So Clemson has it rolling right now. They weren't good until like Taj Boyd was there. And
2: Correct. they were
1: just kind of on the arc of right because they were known for clemsoning meaning they would find ways to lose and now not anymore so yeah you if michigan state would have pulled that off they would be competing with ohio state every year that would be the true the game michigan state ohio state winner goes to indianapolis loser goes to a new year six game Mm -hmm. that's what you were looking at because yeah it would have got more people but instead, it went the opposite way. D'Antonio got turned off, and he said, "I'm not. I'm not recruiting those types of players." That staff,
2: and then you had certain reporters going on a witch hunt, trying to find everything you yes. could against them. Yeah,
1: and but that that staff was not equipped to handle those types of players. They, they because when you bring in high caliber players, it is kind of a you know I need to be coddled. And they were still old school, tough love, this is how we did it back on the farm. No, because
2: you have to know you have to treat certain kids different than others. I'm not saying it's right or wrong, but some kids need to be treated with kid gloves and be told that that they're special. If that
1: thing would have worked, Blackwell would still be there. Blackwell was bringing in top players. It was just, they... D'Antonio probably needed to upgrade his staff. As you said, you look at Mel Tucker, how he's walking around in his Jordans, how he's putting on the sunglasses and hopping in the photo shoots. Do you think Mark D'Antonio Never. would have did that? Right, so he would have done
2: one corny little photo with his. And I like Mark.
1: Here, grab this helmet and we we'll stand in my office.
2: Yes, exactly, and that's what I mean by
1: that. You're not doing a right.
2: full fledged GQ photo
1: shoot, right? Mel Tucker throws on this, the 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 the, the Ray Bans and puts on his uh, red, I mean his green, black, and white Jordan. He may as well have been smoking a cigar in them photos, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? So right, but it, that resonates with kids. Yes. So you know what? If D'Antonio would have opened up if that staff would have opened up a little bit more. But like I said, they, they look, it wasn't D'Antoni on the staff's fault that those kids put themselves in really bad situations. Absolutely. But th- If they not, had not gotten in trouble, I think Mark is still there. And I think Michigan state could be on that, on that upswing like Clemson, where all of a sudden it was cool to go to Michigan state. It was cool to play with the Spartans. So uh, well, if you got any questions like Jake did, make sure you send Evan and I. Send us send us a tweet. You can either send it to me, at Rico Beard, or what's yours at? At
2: King of the KC, or even any tweet or Facebook that we put out with yeah. this link of Five Star Zone. So feel free to ask. You know, it can be anything from who's going to start a quarterback for Michigan to is Hunter Dickinson going pro? It sure looks like it, by the way. He's arrogant. He's arrogant enough that I think he will stay. His name will. He be. has not. I mean,
1: I've already seen players starting to withdraw, and he has not been one yet. Well, he dropped in. Er, I mean, he dropped in late. I think his ego won't let him come out. I think he thinks he's looking at the DeAndre Ayton's saying, "I can do that." And you know what? He probably can, to a lesser extent. He's got to go to the right team. DeAndre
2: Ayton was a beast in college. Like, there was no denying him.
1: Hunter has to go to the right team.
2: So oh, the, if he goes to a team that's already ready-made, where even
1: if it's the Suns, and he, he backs up Ayton. He, right. He needs to go to a team that's willing to go down low and post up. If he's he needs going to go to, a, to team, a team
2: that fits him like the
1: Warriors fit Draymond. You right. You know I what I mean? Say, right. Like I said, if he goes to the Warriors, that's not going to work. That's not the Warriors game. No, not at, he at all. He needs to go to a team that old-school basketball like the Suns, we're going to pound it down low, and you can't stop our big man.
2: No, and if you stop him, we're going to bring in another. Right. And it it has to be the right circumstance, and you're absolutely correct. And the problem is is he'll probably spot most of the year in the G
1: League. Hmm. Oh, that's a shame. All right. (laughs) For for Evan, I'm Rico. Thanks for listening (laughs) to the Five Star Zone.